Welcome back to the Unapologetic Skeptic Podcast. This episode is going to be an audio archive of one of my longer-form YouTube videos. So if you haven't had a chance to watch and you prefer to listen, sit back and enjoy. Dear Atheists, I'm sorry. Starting right off with a lie, I see. Well, if you saw last week's video, you probably already know where this one is going. But first, I'd like to welcome you back to UA Skeptic, where an ex-evangelical takes a look at the supernatural claims of Christians. You know what? Let's just dive right into this one. I don't take back what I said. I would like to take back how I said it. Well, I can believe the first part, but I don't know if I'm convinced about the second part yet. Although, what you said was pretty stupid, so does it really matter? I don't want it to look as if I hate atheists. I don't necessarily think that you hate atheists. I just think you have a lot of really ignorant misconceptions and you're completely unwilling to listen to anybody but people that you agree with. Or that I'm attacking people. And I'm completely fine with getting clowned, being called cringy, being called a lot of different things. Well, that's good because that was probably more than half my reaction to your first video. I, I want to help people. And I understand that everybody has the right to believe what they want to believe. Let's be honest, you don't really want to help people, you just want people to be a bunch of unthinking clones. And you may understand that people have the right to believe what they want to believe, but you don't support that. You don't want people to believe anything else. And let's be honest, that's how most religions teach people to be. The idea is to make converts. In Christianity, you have what's known as the Great Commission. It is your duty to go out and preach the Word of God to literally everybody that you can and try and convert as many people as you can. Everybody has free will, and I believe that people should exercise their free will and make up their own minds for themselves. Right, as long as they choose the very thing that you want them to choose. I believe in Jesus Christ. That's what I believe, and I'm willing to die for it. A lot of people say that, but I do wonder how many people are actually serious about that. I don't want anybody to have to, but I am curious. But I don't think that anybody should have to die for any religion. The idea of life is to, well, live. And I believe that what I was talking about in my video was representative of the truth. Yeah, but I'm not convinced that you even think that you know what the truth is at this point. You flip-flopped so many different topics in that video that you couldn't even keep one straight. But here's the thing. There's only one truth, and every truth outside of that is a lie. Okay, how have you determined your truth to be the one truth? Have you exhausted every single possibility, every avenue? Have you looked at everything that you possibly could? No, you haven't, because I don't even know that that's possible. No, what you did is you heard it preached, you read it in a book, and you said, yeah, this is true. This is what I want to believe. But if you were any kind of an honest person, and you're not, you wouldn't be declaring that you know the one truth. So that would mean that if I'm incorrect in placing my faith in Jesus, and let's say Islam is correct, I would go to hell. If Judaism is correct, and I'm incorrect, I would go to hell. If those religions were correct and their versions of hell were, you know, accurate, then sure. Of course, just like Christianity, you have different sects of those religions that believe different things. So who knows what their right version of hell even is? If atheists are correct and I am incorrect, I will cease to exist. 
there is a risk factor within atheism. They think Christians are stupid. They think Muslims are stupid. Well, they, they probably think Muslims are stupid, but they're not gonna say it. They're just gonna say Christians are stupid. What Muslims believe, in my view, is stupid. Does that make you feel better? Here's the thing, you're not as persecuted as you think you are. I'm not just an atheist when it comes to Christianity, I'm an atheist when it comes to all religions. And I don't find any one religion to be any better than another. What's really happening is that you're viewing a lot of atheist content from countries where Christianity is the majority religion. That's why they're talking so much about it. Like me, I live in America. Islam is not the majority religion here. Islam is not what I grew up in. So, I talk mostly about what I grew up in and what I experience, which is Christianity. You absolute doorknob. And that's fine, you can deem it as a, uh, as a religious thing, but for me it's a Jesus thing. Jesus changed my life and made me crazy. Believe me when I tell you, you brought the crazy into this all on your own. Christianity may have amplified it, but you were already there. But he set me free. And I really, really, really hope that I didn't upset somebody on my subscriber feed that is a um, agnostic. And I really, really appreciated the conversation we originally had. I'm just going to take a guess here, but I'm going to assume that you don't know the difference between simply being critical and being upset. Take my last video and this one, for example. I have been critical of what you have espoused, but am I sitting here, you know, screaming and yelling at you? No. I have love for atheists. I have love for everyone. I know it's hard to tell with the video that I just made, but I do have love for everyone. I do want everybody to go to heaven. And I truly, I, I truly believe what I'm saying. Now here's the part of the video where I'm actually going to agree with you, sort of. I don't think that you hate anybody, at least not from what I've seen. I think that what you believe what you're doing is love. I know, I grew up in Christianity, so I know what passes for love. But it is a twisted definition of love, and it is a very conditional definition of love. There is nothing unconditional or truly loving about it. Jesus is somebody that you can have a relationship with. You can feel him, just like the air we breathe. You can feel the air that we breathe, but you can't prove that it's there. No, what? We know that the air is there because we can feel it. On the most basic level, we know it's there because we are able to feel it. How do you measure Jesus? How do you measure feeling Jesus? You can't. That's not at all the same thing. But you know it is. That's the Holy Spirit. You can feel the Holy Spirit. You can feel Jesus. You can know him. The Bible says, those who seek me will find me if you seek me with all your heart. If you seek God with all your heart, you will find him. Can you actually prove that? Because I spent a lot of my, you know, childhood and adult life doing that, and I never found anything. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's Acts 2.21. What's the name of the Lord? Jesus Christ. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but live everlasting life. Okay, but just throwing out Bible verses doesn't actually prove anything. Find a testable, measurable way to prove that God is real. Can you do that? God bless. I'm sorry for my phrasing. I'm sorry for the way I put certain things. I stand by what I said. I stand by the word of God, the word of truth. I pray you come to the truth. 
I love you. Well, it had kind of an abrupt ending, but I am happy that's over. I don't really have much more to add aside from what I said during the video, so hey, if you guys enjoyed it, you know, like, share, subscribe. If you want to support me, I'm going to leave the QR code up here for a second for my Buy Me A Coffee, or you can find it in my bio with my About Me. And other than that, I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you on the next one.